And welcome into another edition of FRS Slam Radio. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner here with you. It is a Thursday. I am bidding the FRS Slam podcast adieu for 10 days. I don't want to get you all excited there, Jamie. He's going on the Jerry Cruise. Uh, not going on the Jerry Cruise. I am going on a cruise starting tomorrow. So uh, no more hot takes for me for the next 10 days while I'm uh, on a boat. Uh, just hanging out, having a good time. I wish you could see the visual. It was, it was, um, a, it was a boat. A yeah, it was a boat just kind of bobbing around. Uh, this is, once again, the Jamie Eisner Daily Special. You came to me with a story, said, hey, let's talk. Oh, you know what? No, no, no I did not. I came this to you yours. with this, and you wanted to talk about this it. This is yours. Right. Jamie, a lot of things have happened in the last 24 hours. I'm, I'm a little flustered. Uh, this is a story that I brought to your attention because, as you know, as uh, one of the newer shows on the WWE Network is something else to wrestle with, right? Because yes. I know his podcast is something to wrestle or I don't yes. know. They're very close in name, but they're not the same. Something else to wrestle. I think there's something else to wrestle. And the other one is something to wrestle with is the podcast. I believe that is the... So the show that Bruce Pritchard has the, the, on the, the, the WWE Network... my homework, but you, you, you can copy my homework, but change the answers a little bit. So Even though it's the same person. I know. I don't well, know. There, I'm sure there are copyright reasons. Sure. Merchandise and who owns what and blah, blah, blah. Sure. So Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson yes. do their podcast, yeah, and, they, yeah. and they've had a couple of shows. And when they announced this show in the first place, everybody went, well, that's interesting, because Bruce Pritchard doesn't hold back. He kind of tells it like it is. He says whatever's on his mind. As does Conrad Thompson. Right. Not not necessarily fitting into the mold of the WWE, very Highly nice regulated PR uh, show network. Right. So there was a Twitter video that Conrad Thompson put out yesterday saying that there would not be a new uh, show today because there were creative differences between them and WWE. WWE wanted to edit some things out. Bruce Pritchard and Conrad not necessarily happy with it. They're not reshooting the show. They said they were happy with it. And basically what Conrad said was, we didn't want to whitewash or change the narrative when it came to this subject. And he kind of didn't name the subject right away. And then he said, it's going to air on Friday. We're going to tell the history of WWECW. So the reboot of ECW that WWE had, I can't even tell you the year that it happened, but you all know what I'm talking about. Yes. So you and I got to thinking, got to brainstorming sitting here in the office, confusing the rest of our coworkers and what we were confused. talking about, trying to figure out what it could possibly be that would have sent up the red flags for WWE and said, whoa, 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 you cannot talk about this. You can't discuss this. And you and I, after going back and forth about a whole bunch of stuff, just looked at each other. And it was yes. that moment of, oh, well, there, yeah. There are very – look, WWE ECW, because uh, we were thinking about when – WWE was editing something. What could they? What did they really want to edit out? Because uh, you'd imagine that they knew what they were getting into when they brought the show on board for the network. And to me, it was like uh, they knew what they were. They knew what they were getting into. Mm -hmm. So it had to be something that was so really, really taboo, right? And I went, well, WWE ECW. I don't see an issue with in terms of any businesses it's doing. WWE has openly admitted that it was mostly a failure, so I don't think that they're somehow embarrassed by it. And you and I were just like, okay, well, what's the only things, like, what could, what are the only things you could not talk about? And I said, well, maybe they said something really bad about the McMahons. Well, no, WCW, I, I, don't, I don't see that happening. Shane That's has talked ECW about... ECW champion, Vince McMahon. Too. Yeah, and, and they talked about, you know, WWE's openly talked about Shane McMahon being approached to maybe run on the camera ECW at one point. So I was like, can't be that. The we way went, that NXT is now run was the way it was supposed to be. Yes. And now we went, oh. Yep. Because there's one person that mm -hmm. WWE does not want referenced on their television anytime, and that is Chris Benoit. Correct. And you and I both went to each other and said, I bet you they went into detail about the night that Chris Benoit was supposed to wrestle CM Punk for the ECW World Championship. And obviously he did he no showed that pay per view event. Johnny Nitro at that point, I don't believe he was John Morrison yet, but Johnny Nitro 
uh, was the one who Johnny Mundo. Johnny Impact. Johnny whatever the hell. Um, or as if those of you who listen to the Education Show, uh, Johnny kick him in the ding ding. If you have no get that Gargano, reference. Yes, that's a good one. Uh, but Johnny Nitro uh, fought CM Punk for, and I think that was like the first of like 87 consecutive pay-per-views in which Punk and Nitro fought for the ECW title. And but they we, must have gone into that match and talked, uh, uh, talked about what happened that night and maybe got into a little bit more detail than WWE was comfortable with considering uh, Chris Benoit is persona non grata in Stanford, Connecticut. And we know the events of what happened that day and the days prior and the days after in terms of you know what Chris Benoit did and, and the WWE's sort of reaction to it. And then from that moment forward, it's been sort of this, you don't mention him, he's scrubbed from, from the history books, everything that is involved with him. And here's the perfect example. When you go to WrestleMania 20 on the WWE Network, you know they have those little dots at when matches start and end. They don't have those dots for the main event, for the triple threat match in which he wins yeah. the World Heavyweight Championship. They haven't ended out the main event, but they don't. They do everything it's, they can. It's on there, but it just doesn't show you his name, and they don't mention him on TV. They have not publicly made any sort of statement in this regard, basically since the events of that kind of you know, concluded and were over with. And remember, there was the, the talk of you know, WWE's role in it, yeah, right? And then there was the, the, I mean, they took a lot of heat for it. When right. did they, what did they know? When did they know it when they ran that tribute show on Monday Night Raw? Versus when they broke into uh, a taped ECW, uh, Vince McMahon on Tuesday night broke into a taped ECW to uh, discuss and basically state that Chris Benoit's name would not be mentioned on their programming any longer. Since then, he has not been mentioned. And if you keep in mind, Vince McMahon did that coming out of an angle in which he was... Uh, his limo exploded. Correct. I mean, at that time, they, they he was off screen. They were off promoting that he was dead. Correct. So, I mean, they, that storyline concluded very quickly. We never got the conclusion to that. And he comes back onto television and then he says everything that he says and says, you know, from this point forward, we're not going to mention Chris Benoit's name. And everybody else, really, in the wrestling media and the wrestling world has discussed him by name. And, and there's sort of this, and Chris Jericho talks about it, the sort of inner conflict between Chris Benoit the wrestler Chris Benoit the person. And again, we don't know what they discussed, and you and I are just guessing. And by the way, we're never going to know what they discussed, because whatever they discussed is not going to be it, on the network. It's not going to make it to the network. And, and, and where I come from is, you, in Conrad's video, he mentioned that they're not, they're not happy with the edits that were made. Yes. So... And unless something happens yet today or before tomorrow, I can't see this episode airing because Conrad and Bruce Pritchard are very, very they, – they're very open about wanting to tell this story. Well, and again, it depends on what their deal is because they might not have a choice. This episode might air. No, they, these two parties might decide they don't want to do business any longer. That's, that's very possible. Um, but they might have a deal where they're, they have to supply X amount of programming and WWE has final editing call. And I mean, I mean, there are there are legal there are legalities that we don't know about. We don't need to get into on this. Also, I, I want to make it very clear: you and I are just guessing as yes, to what this, this is potential. Not, this is not confirmed. This is no, not this even is like a, reported this by is, anybody. This is us. This is uh, the idea that you and I we're kind using of deductive reasoning, right. to, to give a, a potential scenario because here. they cited creative differences as to why the show didn't air on Wednesday and why it was going to air I just on have a Friday. I'm believing they edited anything else that was edited out that would cause this. That would cause this type of sort of creative difference and cause the show to be. To be delay two days the, the the thing that i keep falling back on is if this is the creative difference they have yes. well guess what they're never going to see through the creative difference this so is, they're what, not going to bridge the gap so when conrad said we're working on it we're going to get it done for friday it seemed weird to me if this was the issue how that was going to happen because wwe is not going to allow this to be acknowledged yeah. I mean, they're, they're just not and, and, and wherever you fall on well, whether well, that's I'll, right I'll, or I'll wrong here, here both sides are right in this equation i think both sides have valid points if i am wwe 
one of the again let's 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 take the, the human element out of this because I don't think there's a person alive today that can look at what Chris Benoit did and have it feel anything other than anger and sadness. Yes. For what happened in that in that I mean, tragedy doesn't even begin to describe. Mm-hmm. But let's take that. Let's put that to aside for a second. Let's look at this from strictly from a business point of view. For WWE, that was one of the worst things that could ever ever happen to a company like theirs. It was one of the worst things, financially, reputation-wise. That this was, uh, I, I don't want to say this is a PR nightmare because I think it doesn't do justice to the tragedy that this was. But from again, please understand, from just a business Correct. standpoint, this was a this was the biggest PR tragedy that happened to the company since Vince McMahon's steroid trial. They canceled an episode of Monday Night Raw. And not only is, again, the difference between this and, let's say, Hogan's in the steroid trial that involved Hogan testifying and McMahon, mm-hmm. is that in that case, there's somebody that committed a crime that could have gone to jail. The other case, there are multiple people that tragically lost their lives. Right. There, they were there's, murdered. There's a difference. There's a massive difference in scale here. So for WWE, I don't blame them for saying we, we are not doing anything that promotes this person on our platforms ever again, period. I also can understand from Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Tapson's standpoint of you gave us this show and maybe in their mind again if this was the topic they went we talked about this tastefully we but we, we this was a part of the history and it is unfair of us to talk about the history of WWE ECW and not mention this at all I can understand them being upset saying you because it played into the history sure. the, the, following the events that occurred yeah. it changed the course of WWE ECW and, and I think that's it. when Conrad mentioned he goes I don't want to whitewash the truth I don't want to you know change the narrative yes. that's where that's where you and I kind of went this is what they're talking so about that, so I, both sides are right here but ultimately I mean like, realistically this is WWE Network. What's they, in the they, contract they, is well, what I come back to. Sure. What is in that but contract? Ultimately, something in that contract is WWE Network doesn't have to air anything that doesn't want to air. Mm-mm. Now, that might cause them to still have to pay them for the show they don't air. I mean, that, that, that could be part of the contractual agreement if, that, if it comes to that point. We just got to run in. The air conditioning did a run in. But, but that is the point here. So I can't imagine this is something that does not involve Chris Benoit because to me, I, it would seem like a, a silly overreaction for any other topic. We sat here yesterday for 25 30 minutes yeah. throwing different ideas back and forth about different characters i even mentioned did, or were they were they scared about talking about punk and you said well not really because they've talked about him in you know yeah. in, since and and i couldn't come up with anything and then you and i both kind of went oh yeah there, there's kind of the elephant in the room that, that surrounds wwe and that concept. would kind of get in the way now i saw somebody point this out and, and it certainly could be true this could all be just a work a work by them to get more people to watch the show I mean it could be because they don't they don't necessarily outright say what the creative differences are it, I mean it, it certainly could be um, I, and again I never rule out anything in the wrestling business I mean again Bruce and those guys have I mean Bruce Pritchard is known for working people before I know it was Conrad Thompson in the video but still I mean they, they could work you a little bit before uh, it, it's very much a possibility but to me I, I feel like there might have been a creative difference and again I just think that it plays into the narrative that I want to believe, which is that this was going to be an issue at some point, yes. and I'm just I'm not surprised it's happening. Now. So I, I, I want to see what version gets aired tomorrow, if one does, and if either Bruce Pritchard or Conrad Thompson says something about what was cut. Yes. Because maybe that's the maybe that's the the the, uh, the sort of the compromise you come to. We won't air it, but you can mention what you were gonna say. Yeah. I, I mean, I, mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean, they can't stop them from mentioning. It. I mean, they can decide they don't want to do business again. They can decide they don't want to do business with them anymore. I mean, I mean that's that's the reality. It's Conrad Thompson and Bruce Pritchard don't have to, 
You know, they're, they're, they haven't signed a legally binding, binding like, hush agreement. I know, but WWE... But it might affect their business, their business with WWE now. This shows me that WWE didn't, didn't, didn't have the foresight to, to look into what Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson talk about. And, and they go in-depth on topics that you wouldn't hear WWE uh, officials discuss. And there are a lot of people out there that like that. And, and I'm one of those people. Like, I, I don't go out of my way to, to listen to Pritchard or, or Conrad and listen to that yeah. show. But there are times where you'll send me clips from it. Or I have a bunch of other buddies who send me clips from it. I'm always like, wow, that's really interesting because it's a different perspective. But when you bring a show like that that has no filter, that talks about whatever they want to talk about outside of the network, and you bring it into the network and say, all you know, all bets are off. They can yeah. say whatever they want. You had to foresee something like this coming. Yes, and, and the, probably the best example of this, and this is going to, for those of you that remember, there was a period in time where there was a guy calling that was the major play-by-play for Thursday Night Football. His name was Bryant Gumble, And when the NFL brought him in, one of the things everyone said was, do you know Bryant Gumble is extremely critical of the NFL and their mistakes? And if you're bringing a guy into your NFL network to evaluate, understanding he is going to say things that are probably going to piss you off. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what happened? They brought him in. He said things that pissed them off, and they fired him. I wonder if this ends up being the same case. We're like, yeah, we know this is risky, but we want to bring them in. They say stuff that pisses off people in WWE headquarters, and they end up not doing business much longer. That could very well be a possibility. Either way, they've done a very good job, whether it's a work or not a work. I am curious. Now. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what this show looks like. And and originally, not to take us on a whole other tangent, when I first listened to the video... I didn't realize that the episode in question was about WWE ECW. I thought there was going to be an episode on Friday about WWE ECW. And that there was another episode that got cut. And you and I were trying to figure out what that episode would have been about. What they possibly could have talked about that would have gotten in there. And we couldn't. There was not. A, it's not a. Yeah. It's not a long list. There are a couple of things that we won't mention here that you and I kind of threw around behind behind yeah. closed, closed doors here and went. Yeah, but I don't think. You, the, the For couple, those of you that have been around wrestling on Twitter or wrestling Reddit, there's, you know, one, there's one prevailing topic that people yes. are somewhat obsessed with that involves a member of the McMahon family that will never, ever, ever be discussed on WWE. Talk. Right. And and the, the conclusion that you and I came to was that episode wouldn't have even been done in the first place because I, I think I, Bruce and Conrad are smart enough shocked. to know. Yeah, they, that would, yeah. So this one, kind of, we were able to be like, okay, I get why they they want to talk about it and we get why WWE would say no. So... I'm curious to see what the episode looks like tomorrow. I have not seen any updates from Conrad Thompson since we saw his video yesterday uh, about what this episode was going to look like. I, I think the ratings for this one are going to do good, though. Probably. I think people are going to tune in to see what uh, what this topic we're is. We're all marks. We worked ourselves into a shoot, brother, brother. Okay. you. I, I have a feeling you get that reference into every one of these podcasts. That I we try. You, you absolutely try. Uh, that is going to do it for us here today. Everybody, uh, Jamie's not going to do any of these solo shows. Probably. I might. You might? You might I do might. a solo show? I All might. right, so there may be a solo show coming at you. If not, enjoy I'll Dominion. i you while you're gone. You can't even respond. Enjoy Dominion. You're territory. Enjoy Dominion on Saturday. Enjoy uh, UFC, CM Punk's next yes. fight. Uh, and I'm not going to be here, so enjoy Money in the Bank. Enjoy NXT TakeOver. Enjoy all the festivities uh, surrounding that. And I will be back in about 10 days, and I will give you all of my thoughts. I'll come in here and I'll yell. Because i got 10 days worth of yelling to, to catch yes. up for. So I will do that. And maybe Jamie will give you his thoughts along the way. So everyone have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon.